Welcome to Slalom. This is Slalom on Air, a podcast series sharing how our core values inspire our work. Real voices, real stories, real impacts. Our goals are to dream bigger, move faster, and build better tomorrows. I am what child hunger looks like in America. I am a nine-year-old boy who hopes a friend invites me to a sleepover so I can have dinner. I am a 13-year-old boy who gets into fights at school just because I'm hungry. I was created by artificial intelligence from faces of the one in seven American children who struggle with hunger. Welcome to Slalom on Air. I'm Kim Taylor, and this podcast is all about how we truly live our values at Slalom, not only with each other, but also in our work. Today's conversation is truly one of the most important topics we've ever discussed on this podcast. It's all about the problem of and some of the solutions for solving food insecurity in the United States. For the past four years, Slalom has been working with the national nonprofit organization Feeding America to help alleviate a problem that is much more pervasive than many of us even realize. For example, 34 million neighbors were living in food insecure households in 2021. 10% of adults, that's one out of every 10 people, are at risk of hunger. There are organizations addressing the needs, and Slalom has been deeply engaged with one of the largest ones in the United States. And here with us today to tell us more, I have the distinct pleasure and privilege of speaking with the project's engagement lead, Alex Zinicola. Alex, welcome to Slalom on Air. I'm thrilled we get to sit down together today and get this behind-the-scenes look at such meaningful work. How are you? Kim Taylor. It is a pleasure to connect with you today. I, I just reflecting on every time I hear those stats that you just outlined, it just it's like it's, it's just a staggering level of food insecurity in this country. And so for that reason, I'm excited to be with you today. But more importantly, I'm excited to amplify the message of Feeding America and their mission how, in whatever way I can and talk about the seriousness of what, you know, what food insecurity is in this country. Well, I'm, we're so lucky to have you here because, again, this is something that is critical. It's such a key part of who we are and what we do at Slalom in general. And there's so much around this that we want to get into. So let's get right to it. What is Feeding America and what do they do? So Feeding America is our country's largest domestic hunger relief organization that's dedicated to ending hunger in America. They service every county in the United States through a collection of 200 food banks and 60,000 food pantries, Kim. What I appreciate most about Feeding America is they are not only focused on generating as many pounds of food as they can, but they also think holistically about the neighbor and how to support them, as they would say it, in shortening the line as well as feeding the line. So what that means for Feeding America is engaging in advocacy efforts, engaging in campaigns to educate the public on the seriousness of food insecurity in this country. It means helping neighbors get registered for programs like SNAP or the the Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program to uplift them out of food insecurity and in the interim feeding them as well. Okay, so already right there, you said so many things that are really interesting. And I want to call out is that Feeding America calls the people that they serve neighbors. And to me, that really, really jumps out as Let's make sure that we all have this as a very personalized way to look at it. Is that the intent behind calling neighbors as opposed to just saying people or households? Yeah, Kim, we talk about food insecurity 
broadly, what it really means from the neighbor experience is, is those folks that have to make a choice between whether they eat or whether they buy medicine or whether they can afford shelter. It means families and parents that are trying to feed their children and are unsure whether or not they can do that. It means families that can't use the heat during the middle of winter because they, they, they are focused on feeding their families. And I think it's really important in this conversation to understand the person first and the neighbors in need and yeah. the seriousness of the challenges that they face. Yeah. And I read a statistic somewhere. I think it was 173 million pounds of food was distributed. I believe it was a 2021 statistic. Do I have that right? Well, so Feeding America distributed record 6.6 billion with a B pounds of food oh my in gosh. 2021. Uh, the statistics you're referencing is is a humbling one for us. That is the pounds of produce, nutritional produce that have been sourced through uh, an effort that both Solomon and Feeding America partnered on to expand Feeding America's uh, solution called Meal Connect. In building Meal Connect, what we did is create the first nationally available produce uh, marketplace. And through that venue, we've been able to source 173 million pounds of produce, which Kim translates to roughly 110 million nutritional meals that would have otherwise gone to landfills or otherwise been discarded that end up on our neighbors' tables. And it's, a, it's really a tremendous, humbling statistic. Yeah. Well, in fact, let's talk just another layer down on that. It probably is hitting a much broader spectrum of our community than we even realize. Is is that right? And who is suffering most here? What's going on? Every county in the United States experiences food insecurity. And what we also know is that not all demographic groups experience food insecurity in similar ways. And Feeding America mm -hmm. is dedicated to the equitable distribution of food mm -hmm. to each of these communities. Minority communities experience food insecurity at a rate of 20 to 25%, whereas predominantly white communities experience it at about half that. So not only do we know the prevalence of food insecurity in this country, but we know that it affects different communities differently, and we have to tailor our response accordingly. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to shift a little bit here. This has been very personally relevant and valuable for you. Tell me, what are some of the more impactful moments? How has this changed you? What's going on for Alex in all of this? For me personally, I think one of the more transformational moments for me was showing up at one of our food banks and seeing two truckloads of apples and potatoes that were at that food bank through Meal Connect, our nationally available produce sourcing platform developed by Feeding America and Solemn. That's two truckloads of, of produce equates to 50,000 nutritional meals for our neighbors in need that's at that food bank that would have otherwise been in a, in a landfill. And so seeing that benefit was just, I think, sobering and humbling for the Solomon Feeding America team. I think another example is learning how food banks are using our member data sharing program. So it is a solution that allows food banks to visualize and understand their food distribution data and where food is going out within their service area. So hearing food banks say, hey, we didn't realize we were under supporting a specific port of our service area. Or, we mm -hmm. didn't realize we were under supporting a, a specific demographic. Just incredibly powerful to see how some of these tools that we're building together have practical benefits for those on the ground that need our help the most. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, I actually want to pull on a thread of something you just said there. Tell me a little bit about how does Feeding America get this food to our neighbors? It's a really good question. One of the biggest challenges that Feeding America sees, Kim, is not a food scarcity problem. It's a food logistics problem. We estimate that 70 billion pounds of food go to landfills each year. We have the food available to serve our neighbors in need. The question is, how do we get it there? Feeding America's role in that is quite significant. At a national scale, 
Feeding America partners with manufacturers, distributors, donors, retailers to build relationships and to source product through those entities. They also purchase food at, at, at scale and offer it out to the network. At a local level, food banks also create their local relationships with retailers and additional partners in their area. Most importantly, they rely on the generosity of those in their service area to donate both time and, and product as well. Right. Well, first of all, that is a mind-blowing statistic. Kim, I think of a food sourcer on the front lines at a food bank. Imagine your job is to get as much food in the door as possible. Two years ago, if you were aware of a large truck of, a truckload of potatoes or spinach or, or produce generally, you were on the phone all morning calling your neighbors, calling your food banks to say, do you want this? Deeply manual and time intensive. Mm-hmm. What, what we have done together is build a solution that allows those food sourcers at the click of a button to offer this product at scale and say, hey, we have this. Do you want it? Wow. It's, it's one of a, th- a thousand different examples I'm proud of in how we are amplifying the dedication and the skill of those people on the ground and allowing them to solve a problem at scale that truly can only be accomplished with the use of some of our technical solutions to help meet the need. Well, speaking of technology, what are some of the technologies we needed to use to make this happen? Yeah, Kim, at the national office, Salesforce and Tableau have just completely transformed the national office's ability to support food banks, to understand and customize their support of these different food banks, and to coordinate their support to collectively build the capacity of these food banks. Microsoft products have been used across the network to build some incredible applications that allow food banks to source more product, that allow food banks to better understand who they serve. And Microsoft products are, in addition to Tableau, are being used to match supply and demand across the network to understand where is the greatest need in the network and how do we most efficiently get food to meet that need. Wow. I mean, it's just incredible. And there's so much behind the story. So what if our, some of our listeners wanted to get involved in the Feeding America mission? What could they do? What would you recommend? Kim, two ways, money and time. Okay. <laughs> keep it simple. Keep it simple. The first thing I would suggest is a dollar donation to the Feeding America Network equates to 10 meals for our neighbors in need. A, a dollar. What I would ask folks that are listening to this to do is navigate to feedingamerica.com, pull out your phone, and donate a dollar to neighbors who are desperate for your help and food banks that quite literally don't know how are they going to source food at scale required to meet this problem. The second thing is time. Go to feedingamerica.com, find the closest food bank in your area, and donate an hour of your time a month. Donate a half day, a Saturday a month. And as I reflect on this work, Kim, and what we've learned, when we started this For me, it was more of a project, and now it is a fight. It's a fight to end hunger, Mm. and it's a fight that requires uh, our time and our energy. Mm -hmm. Wow. I love that. That is absolutely amazing. It started as a project and turned into a fight. Alex Zenicola, this has been an amazing conversation, and I can't thank you enough for sharing your insights, your journey, and the personal impact it's had for you, as well as those that you all have served. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Kim, thank you. Thank you for giving me the platform to amplify what Feeding America is doing and the seriousness of what comes next, and it was a pleasure talking to you. All right. We'll write back at you, Alex. We'll talk to you soon. Talk soon. Thanks for listening to Slalom on Air. Tune in to hear more by following us on your preferred podcast listening app. New stories will be coming regularly. 
And if you're interested in joining Slalom, check us out at slalom.com slash careers.